0: And I'm Neil Patel. And today we are going to talk about this marketing strategy that you have to try in 2019, which is called the Blue Ocean Strategy.
1: So Eric, what is the Blue Ocean Strategy for everyone who doesn't
0: know? Well, so you got a blue ocean and a red ocean. So what is the assumption in the red ocean? go for it. There's a lot of blood. So in the red ocean, there's a lot of competition, right? People are killing each other. You got the sharks in there. They're all ripping each other apart. But when it's a blue ocean, the assumption is, look, there's not that much blood. It's not that competitive. So what you want to do instead is you want to go into a blue ocean. So I'll give you an
1: example. Before you get into the example, you want to tell people the name of the book in case they want to learn more about this. It's called the blue ocean strategy. There you go, guys. Yep. Make sure you guys check it out. So let's look at two
0: companies. Let's look at Intercom and let's look at Drift. Okay. So or God, let's even look at HubSpot. Let's not go to back up a second and say let's look at HubSpot. So HubSpot they come into the CRM space and but there's already a ton of CRMs, right? This is like you know what, ten years ago or so, about ten years.
1: Yeah. Well, HubSpot's been doing it a long time, but the CRM space they got into it when did they get into the CRM space two years ago, three years ago. I thought they that's what they were known for. I'm like, Eric's sick today. If you guys saw the amount of napkins he has, it's hilarious. Because they're napkins you put on the dinner table, not napkins you blow your nose with.
0: Hey, the network studios, at least they're providing
1: me with something. (laughs) But that's good because they're free.
0: That's true. (laughs) Free is good. We do
1: appreciate them. Anyway,
0: okay, where was I going with this? Uh, Hubspot CRM. Okay, yeah, Hubspot CRM. Okay, well, so Hubspot. Let's look at them. Right, they coined the term inbound marketing when when it was like there's all this marketing kind of jargon out there, and that then they were able to kind of carve a category for themselves, like this own little brand, and then they were able to kind of uh, now when you look at inbound marketing that keyword gets like twenty four thousand searches a month. Uh, they have a little mini brand going on. So how do you go out there and carve? You know, maybe even repurpose yourself, like Drift, for example, versus Intercom. But Drift does conversational marketing, right? Now it's not like they're just like one of these other chat programs like Zoipum or WebChat, like all these other things. They're conversational marketing and they're car- carving a little like brand around um, what they're doing. So it's not that competitive and they can kind of own that space. And that's how you create, uh, that's one example of how you can create like a blue ocean strategy. But uh, I'm going to let Neil give a couple of good examples too.
1: Yeah. In general too, the web is changing especially in the software realm. And you guys can learn a lot from software. I'm not saying you have to have a software company, but you can use the strategies for almost anything. A good example of this is Fortnite Leverage this tactic as well. Whatever you end up creating, it's just so competitive now. There's a lot of sharks in the water and it's really hard to differentiate yourself because people can build any kind of technology, create any type of company, sell any product through dropshipping. So one thing that the web is moving towards is, because when I started out a company years and years ago, you would raise money for infrastructure and engineering. Now infrastructure is easy because AWS engineering is much more affordable and readily available people now raise money for a ton of marketing. Freemium is a good way to separate yourself. And that's what HubSpot ended up doing. And that's what you can do for anything. And I took the crazy drastic approach with Ubersuggest of just making it free. I'm not saying I won't ever charge for it or come up with some sort of freemium plan one day, but just doing free drastically increased my traffic. Every time I release a new feature, I'll get like a 40, 50% lift in traffic and it maintains. And it's a great way to separate myself with me too features because now everyone's like, Neil's free. You guys all have a paywall. I can use Neil's product for free unlimited. And even if I make it freemium, they can be like, I can use a freemium without putting in my information or credit card.
0: I think the main point here is you zig when other people zag. So whether it's Neil doing something for freemium or carving yourself like into your own little brand, and you're doing something different where you're not necessarily going head on against all the juggernauts out there. And that way you can actually survive. And then when you survive, eventually you can go directly against these guys down the road. But you start out in the blue ocean first, because who wants to jump into the red ocean? You start blue and maybe you can go into red if you want to down the road.
1: And let me ask you a question, Eric. Who does content marketing these days? Who does content marketing well? What do you mean? Like, who does it? Everyone, pretty much? Everyone does content marketing. Everyone's a media company. But when you started doing content marketing, when I started, how many people were doing it? Not as much. It wasn't a big thing yet. It's like less than 10 times the amount Right. right now. Right, If you create a blog, you're going to have a ton of competition. Even a podcast. Even a podcast. But videos, YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn, it's not as competitive. No one wants to do it because it takes extra time. Even podcasting, it's growing, but it's nowhere near saturated yet. Mm -hmm. You agree with that statement? I agree. So it's like, look at the other channels that people are neglecting. And yeah, it's easier to write text and yeah, text ranks in Google, but why can't you get traffic from YouTube search? You know, everyone's like, oh, but the blog traffic's different. How's the blog traffic different? If someone watches a 10 minute video of yours, there's a good chance they'll <coughs> convert as well. And I, I know a lot of people
0: are probably thinking right now, well, it's easy for you to say, Neil, you have 220, 226,000 YouTube subscribers. Eric, like still you have 14,000, like you might not think it's big, but you know, but so here's the thing, like we all start from somewhere. And a couple of years ago, I was only at like, you know, a thousand or two thousand subscribers or so. And It takes time to get there and takes time to scale. Keep in mind, Neil's been doing this for a while. I've been doing this for a while, too. And you can just see it's the, the time difference. Obviously, you have to do good work and you have to, you know, stand for something. You have to be useful to people. But if you can do that consistently, you are going to grow. Your fans will find you and you're going to do well. So anything else you want to add? Nope, that's it for my end. All right, that's it for today, but go to marketingschool.io slash stats. Check where we are in the journey right now, around 814,000 downloads a month. We got to get to a million to throw that event in downtown LA. We want to meet you in person, preferably when when I'm not sick. So that is it for today. Don't forget, again, rate, review, subscribe, and we'll see you tomorrow. This session of Marketing School has come to a close.